Connecting life and faith. This is Connections. You don't have to have a crazy testimony to follow God. There also is a testimony in God keeping you throughout your years and you wanting to serve God through that route. And I think I also want to encourage people that if you feel insecure and you feel like, you know, you're a misfit, like that's okay. And God will still use you in spite of that. And even if you look at the Bible, a lot of the people he used were people who didn't fit in in general. And so um, I want to remind people that they're amazing, that God loves you and that you have a purpose for your life. And I'm excited to see what the future holds. As a young teenager, today's guest lacked confidence and often chased the approval of others by following the latest trends or behaviors of her peers. Upon discovering an interest in Christian rap music, the development of her faith and the direction of her future changed completely. We're joined today by Wanda. She is going to share her amazing testimony with us and how she managed to find God. We're joined today by Wande. She is a Christian rapper, and it's an amazing story of how you got to this place. And there's a there's quite the journey, but we want to get to know you a little bit better. You were born in Nigeria. Tell us a little bit about your life, your childhood, and growing up there. Yeah, so it was very interesting uh, just being a part of an immigrant family. I'm the youngest, so I was born over there, and then we actually came over to the United States um, as a child. So it was actually an interesting experience for me growing up in the United States of having a duality. Of At home, my parents were speaking Yoruba, which is a Nigerian language, but then at school, everything is in English. And so also just the cultures of like just seeing the rich uh, tradition of different foods and different clothing and stuff like that. So I think it actually gave me a global perspective to life and just realizing like, oh, like just beyond the United States, like there's a whole bunch of different cultures and a whole bunch of different ways of life. And um, I'm grateful. I think it was a lot of fun being Nigerian. I enjoy all the different aspects of it. And it's been great just being able to experience that. You also had a very interesting uh, situation growing up with your faith as well. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. So growing up with my faith, it was very interesting because I actually grew up in a split household where my father was a Muslim and my mom is Christian. And so at a young age, I didn't realize the implications of that. And I was like, oh, it's fine. Like, you know, you can just do whatever. But um, as I grew older, I actually ended up giving my life to Jesus when I was in middle school. And I was so excited to share that faith with my father. However, I was met with tension and he was like not supportive of it at all. And he was like, oh, I think this is like brainwashing and we got to got to figure something else out. And so it was actually kind of a rigid time for a couple of years um, where I wasn't allowed to go to church and he didn't want me to talk about Christianity at all. But that time period was actually very pivotal for me because it allowed me to explore faith for myself and get to know God in a personal relationship as myself. And so I feel like those were very foundational years that were very um, important in, in creating a solid foundation for me in terms of like things that are even sustaining me to this day. And so Yeah, it was definitely interesting having a split household. But over time, I think God has been faithful in my life um, time and time again. So my father has no choice but to believe like, okay, apparently the God you serve is real because he just keeps coming through for you every single time. He's pretty awesome, isn't he? What what was that like for your mom and dad, though, too, with that difference? Yeah, so I think that was also tension as well. So I think my mom, so she actually talks to me now, like as an adult. And so as a child, like there's only so much you can talk to them about. But mm-hmm. as an adult, she was like, yeah, I think I definitely recommend being equally yoked and marrying someone who's a Christian. However, since she didn't make that commitment before and she w- didn't know um, whenever she was younger, um, she decided to stay committed to that relationship. 
and just keep on praying for my father. And so it was definitely tension, but my mom was really supportive of me wanting to be a Christian. And so she did the best that she could to like support that. Um, she worked every other weekend. So I would go to with her to church on the weekends that she was not working. And then whenever she wasn't, when she was working, um, I would actually go with her to work. And then my uncle would pick me up so that way I could go to church and like learn more about God as well during that time. What does your dad think of all this now that, you know, you're a Christian rapper, you're praising God to the fullest. What does he think? Well, I think it's an interesting thing. So I think it always ties down to also being Nigerian. So in Nigerian culture, it's very masculine and very kind of prideful. And so uh, (laughs) I think that he's seeing God's hand over my life. And he has no doubt but to say, like, you know, apparently God is very blessing you. But I think it is a very hard struggle being Mm -hmm. a man and wanting to be the man of the house as well. And being like, oh, how can I admit to my child (laughs) that (laughs) I'm potentially wrong? Or like also his he has a whole bunch of brothers as well and who are also Muslim and they don't are not Christian. So it's also hard for him to then kind of defy a family tradition as well. So I'm continuing to pray for him for the ability to like receive like a spirit of humbleness and just, you know, be able to just be unashamed of what other people think about him. And so we'll see as that journey continues on. But as of now, it's calmed down. So it's no longer hostile. He actually asked me like, oh, are you going to church today? Or, oh, what did you learn today? So it seems as if he's inquisitive, um, but I'm praying for him to then, you know, take that next step and finally give his life to Jesus. I love that. That'll be beautiful when that happens. Now, what's interesting in your story, too, is how you became a Christian rapper and how you discovered Christian rap. This was when you were in that journey, in your Christianity journey. Tell us a little bit about that and how Lecrae plays a role in all of this as well. Yeah. So I actually, you know, there was a time when I was like, wow, I want to become closer to God. And so God actually started giving me conviction. And so that actually happened in the form of music. And I was like, okay. I want to be closer to God, but this music is not glorifying God at all. And so I have to, how can I compartmentalize this or how can I like uh, find a, you know, a way to rationalize the two? And so I started looking up Christian remixes on YouTube of popular songs. And so that was my first um, even exploration to see that Christian rap exists. And from there, I was able to find original songs. And so I was able to stumble upon Lecrae. And he had a song called Praying for You. And then I was like, wow, this song is amazing. And it was so encouraging to me and his music and even just the rest of the people who are also on the label, like Triple E and stuff like that. Their music has been really pivotal in my faith of just encouraging me in my walk, encouraging me during that time period when I was basically, it was just me and my mom who were, you know, trying to follow God. So I just was listening to the music to encourage me in my walk as well. And then on top of that, I also went to a, Um, a summer camp. So because I became a fan and my church actually went to a summer camp. So I was able to convince my father to let me go to the camp. And at that camp, actually, that's whenever I got like saved, like for real, for real. And that's whenever I began to like walk with God. And so their music influenced me to encourage me to pursue God more, influenced me to go to a camp and then influenced me at that point, whenever I was at the camp to actually give my life to Jesus and start living a life for God unashamed. Um, for the rest of my days. 
I love it. And now you are doing that. You're you're sharing God's word. You are just living your life unashamed. There were some struggles, though, there as well with self-doubt through all of this, too, yeah. in the journey of you making your or signing your first contract with your record label. What was that like and how were you over to, able to overcome all of that? Yeah, so it definitely was a trying period. I think for me, if we fast forward to this, my adult years, um, the time before I was signing my contract, it really was just renewing my mind daily, renewing my mind of the promises God told me, and also looking to the Bible of different people who had a long waiting period before their promise was fulfilled. So people like Joseph um, really stood out to me where God gave him his dream and like showed him like, oh, like your future is going to be amazing. And it's like, oh, yes, yes. And then all of a sudden your reality is like, oh, no, no, <laughs> like <laughs> not look like this. And so stories like that really encouraged me to like in the midst of your life, not looking how you expected, like just be faithful where he placed you. And he was he was doing that. He was faithful where he placed him, whether he was working, whether he was in jail. He was like, you know what? God is still with me. I'm gonna keep my faith. And that really encouraged me to keep my childlike faith in spite of my circumstances. And so I was actually working for the label that I was supposed to, well, that I ended up getting signed to, but um, that can often look like, well, how is that possible? How can someone who's an intern or someone who's an admin become an artist? Like that never happens. And so it seemed like a joke, but um, it was beautiful because by me staying resilient and just continuing to pursue what God told me to do and working after work to work on my craft and keep getting better, I was able to be offered a contract and eventually sign my contract and be an artist with the label. And you are very talented. I've had a chance to listen to your music. I absolutely love it. What is it like, though, being a female Christian rap artist in obviously a world that is dominated mainly by men? Yeah, it definitely isn't easy. <laughs> but I would say <laughs> I think God prepared the way just in terms of I grew up with a lot of brothers. So that one aspect made me comfortable around just guys in general, just being like, okay, and I'm the youngest also in my family. So all of that. Um, but then also, I think all of the guys on the label are very respectful individuals and like they really love God. They really, you know, love their children, just different things like that. And so mm -hmm. I think it was also a welcoming environment to where they are just supportive of me as well and championing like what God is calling me to do. So I would say it's not easy all the time because sometimes there's like a new learning field for things of like, oh, like we're not used to having to hire like makeup artists and hair artists and different <laughs> things like that because guys just get a haircut and they're ready to go. So I think it's a new learning field for our label of just like, oh, like we need to make sure we have these things and like, let's find some key people who we can go to now for any women who end up getting signed in the future. Um, but it's been beautiful. And I think there's a lot of new women that God is raising up to who are really talented. And so thanks to things like TikTok, we're able to find people so easily. And so I'm excited just for the future and like what God has in store for women in music in general. What would you say to that young lady who's maybe listening to this going, oh, I'm too shy. I don't want to share this with the world. What would you say to them? Yeah, I would say do it scared. So sometimes <laughs> I'm shy. So sometimes I'm afraid to put things out on the internet, but I know deep inside, like it brings me a lot of joy. And I know deep inside is what God's called me to do. So I'll record it and then I'll just post it and I'll be like, ah, and I'll throw my phone and then it's fine. And so, <laughs> so I would say, you know, if God gave you a gift, like just keep on praying for boldness. God will eventually, you know, bring you to that place where you can be bold. And the more you step out in faith and the more you continue to do things, you'll grow in your confidence as well. And so I would just say, just keep going. Just, you know, put yourself out there. 
do the uncomfortable and make the uncomfortable comfortable. That's what I've been calling this year, the year of making the uncomfortable comfortable. It's amazing what you can discover and what God will do with you with that. And one amazing thing that you've done is you've created film with I Am Second. Already enough, the joy behind One Day's Confidence. Tell us a little bit about that, why you decided to do this. Yeah, so that was really fun to do in general. Um, and I was actually honored to, to do it as well because I really love the I Am Second brand in general. I even have like their Bible studies from before. Um, so I think I really respect everybody who shared their testimony and I see the power in testimony and sharing your your journey and your faith and how it can affect different lives. So I was just um, excited just to be able to share my story. And so I think I really enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed just being honest about everything I think sometimes I'm like, oh, I can't watch the video. It's like, oh. but in the moment, I'm really comfortable with talking. But then when you have to watch it back, you're like, oh, I went through all these things. <laughs> so, um, but I'm grateful to have experienced that and to be able to share my story. And I've been already hearing a lot of great feedback about how people have been encouraged by it. And all, even people who know me are like, oh, I didn't even know you went through that. And so also it's encouraged them to see like, oh, well, like there's different sides to, you know, how you got to where you are and like you're not just a perfect person like everybody has different imperfections and god still uses them in, in spite of that what are you hoping you just shared a little bit about what people have shared with you already but what are you hoping at the end of the day that people will take away from this and from your testimony yeah i think i want to take away I, well i think i want people to take away that you know you don't have to have a crazy testimony to follow god there also is a testimony in god keeping you throughout your years and you wanting to serve God through that route. And I think I also want to encourage people that if you feel insecure and you feel like, you know, you're a misfit, like that's okay. And God will still use you in spite of that. And even if you look at the Bible, a lot of the people he used were people who didn't fit in in general. And so um, I want to remind people that they're amazing, that God loves you and that you have a purpose for your life. And I'm excited to see what the future holds. And misfits most of the time have the most interesting stories. Yeah. I find. <laughs> uh, going back to your faith and, and then being at home with the two different faiths in your own home for someone who also may be living in a home like that as well, struggling to figure things out, what would you say to them? Yeah, I would say just continue to pray one for God to do the impossible because he can always get people saved. But I would say in spite of that, to encourage yourself, um, definitely try to find Christian music. So I think playlists are very encouraging so that way, if you feel discouraged from comments you may receive at home, <laughs> you can put on your headphones and just listen to music that encourages you. Um, I would say continue to pray for Christian friends and community. So if you're in school, try to join a Bible study in school. If you're able to have a local church, try to join a small group just so that way you can have friends as well who can encourage you during that time. Um, and then I would say, yeah, like they're your mother and your father. So, of course, honor them. But at the end of the day, like your relationship with God is a relationship, you know, you and him. So continue mm -hmm. to do that. Continue to be unashamed and God will be with you throughout that journey. For our listeners that want to learn more about you, your journey, and as well, they want to learn more about this new film. How can they go about doing that? Yeah. So you can find all this information on my website at omgitswande.com or on all my social media platforms at omgitswande. Thank you so much for making time for us this morning. We really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. And thank you so much for joining us and for listening today. Remember, if you want to hear this full conversation again, you can do that by checking out our podcast, Connections with Mike, Tom, and Colleen Hood. You can find that at podcastfield.ca or wherever else you get your favorite podcast from. Don't forget to subscribe. We'll talk to you again on Connections.